0: This is Power and Consequence. Welcome back to Power and Consequence, a podcast about liars, grifters, demagogues, and opportunists who demonstrate that they will do literally anything to get those clicks to drive that internet traffic. Let's introduce our team for today. I am Matt, and with me, as always, is Jelani. What's up, Jay?
1: Hey hey, how's it going? Uh, happy New Year! Damn right, damn right. This is our first episode after in 2022.
0: Our first recording of 2022. I was super late <laughs> with that last one. That was uh, released a couple weeks ago. But yes, we are back. It is the new year. New things to do. Uh, how are how are your New Year's uh, resolutions going so far, Jay?
1: Uh, I'm not the type to make resolutions. Uh, I, I I hate to sound like that guy, but for me, it's like, oh, I should probably change this. Uh, I'll probably start next week <laughs> uh, rather than like, you know, waiting up. Uh, also, I've noticed uh, dry January is becoming a thing um, where people choose to not drink for the month of January to huh. kind of reset for the year. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, okay. it's been pretty interesting. I had some neighbors who participated. Uh, I had some friends over uh, the other night, and uh, one half of the couple was participating in dry January. Uh and yeah, I just I personally don't understand stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Everything in moderation. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean I,
0: I, I'll I, admit I could definitely be cutting back on this and that. I've had I've got COVID pounds and I've got uh holiday pounds and mm-hmm. all, all that stuff, but uh, you know, I'm as far as dry January, that was never gonna happen. I mean, January's coming and gone and you know, this <laughs> here I am holding my whiskey on the rocks, so gin gin. Mm. nice Ah, uh, delicious what are you, are you drinking something what do you got
1: yeah today i have a. a so i'm not gonna lie i went on vacation to puerto Vallata hey. during uh during this gap that we had um and uh learned some things about uh things that go down in mexico so apparently they have something very akin to uh Bloody Mary called uh, a michelada or michelada. I'm sure I'm butchering the name of that. Um, and it's it's just basically kind of basically a a Bloody Mary. It has clam juice and tomato juice and they put shrimp in it. So it's kind of the same concept. It's just beer instead. Hmm. Um, so we went to try one the other day in uh, from one of the Mexican markets close to where I live. And I didn't like it. <laughs> However... <laughs> They do it with other flavors, so they have like a lime one, they have a mango one, so I have this, uh, it's called Just a chileta uh, and it's mango and like chipotle spice, and but a beer, uh, and it's pretty interesting, so that's what I'm sipping on for the moment, I might switch to whiskey after this warm up.
0: Okay, <laughs> that sounds interesting, I might have to give that one a shot. Um, I'll stick to my whiskey for now, uh, and for good reason. Today's a pretty straightforward episode, but it features somebody who I kind of, you know, informally said we wouldn't have on this show just because he's so annoying. But I, 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 it was, it was unavoidable this time. So before we get into it, uh, Jay, I have a question for you. Why does Neil Young hate America?
1: <laughs> so I've been, <laughs> I haven't dared click into these stories that have been popping up. Um, uh, I, I, I don't. I don't get what's going on there.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, weird battle. The the <laughs> battle of wills between like like Neil Young trying to show he's got more, uh, more swag than Joe Rogan, the one hundred million dollar <laughs> man. And and
1: I'm just like, who cares? Yeah. Either way. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just it's one of those things where it's like, look, it, it, Joe Rogan has been you know, doing his like, oh, I just talked to everybody routine for for years now. And, and it's of, of all the things that is worrisome about the man is the fact that he's got as much reach as he does. And, you know, he will he will sort of rationalize by virtue of having this guy on his show. Somebody like Alex Jones, for example, you know, a dude who if you listen to Alex Jones on Infowars believes he's fighting the literal Christian devil. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, Robert Malone and anti-vaxxers—that's the least of our worries. But you know, it's it's easier to relate with.
1: Uh, I have to say, my favorite thing about this story is that James Blunt decided to chime in. Oh, did he? And say, okay, he wants to add his music to Spotify mm. if they do, they don't take Joe Rogan down. Because apparently, James Blunt doesn't even take his own music seriously. Uh, and he understands that a lot of people don't enjoy it that much
0: <laughs> fair enough fair enough but uh, hopefully all you out there enjoys uh, you enjoy Jan- uh, blunt the way you enjoy this show and if you do like this show the way we like uh, not endorsing Joe Rogan that one got away from me. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Consequence Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Stop Talking Matt. And you can follow Jay on Twitter at Stop Talking JV. Leave us a nice review wherever you get your podcast, And maybe share a link to this episode with someone you think might get something out of it. So, with all that being said, let's do this. Uh, today Jay, we're going to focus on not so much an individual, I mean, we are, but really the beginning of what will likely be a rallying cry of the GOP uh, as we get closer to primary uh, election season in the coming months. So we're going to go over a news story that quote unquote broke last week regarding migrant relocation within the United States. So we're going to we're going to we're going to hate on some immigrants. That's what we're going to do for the GOP. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mm. No, you're not. So uh you're right,
1: let me take one more sip. Yep,
0: take another <laughs> sip. While you sip, I'll I'll get into this. So on January twenty sixth, um New York gubernatorial candidate Rob Astorino he made the rounds on Fox News to talk about something that occurred last August in Westchester County, right upstate New York. Um, Rob Astorino he he's um, he's ran for public office a few times and failed. Uh, he was the um, Westchester County executive, um, like a county level mayor in effect uh, in Westchester from 2010 to 2017. And, uh, last year, uh, video and images hit the media, right? And they purport to show basically undocumented persons, presumably unaccompanied minors, uh, disembarking a plane at an airport in Westchester County, uh, in New York. And it's pretty standard except for the time, right? So it was like late night or very early in the morning. All right. And to be clear, Astorino, the guy who, um, who is, we're gonna be talking about today, he was tweeting and talking about this, this event like back in mid-August, right? And national news didn't really pick it up until last October, until the point where um, uh, Ducey was asking Jen Psaki about it in, uh, in the uh, White House press briefing, and this is what uh, Jen Psaki had to
2: say.
3: Why is the administration flying thousands of migrants from the border to Florida and New York in the middle of the night?
2: Uh, well I'm not sure that it's in the middle of the night but let me tell you what's happening here um, it is our
3: 429 am well he, he, very early in the morning here we are, are talking on. about
2: early flights earlier than you might like to take a flight. Um, it is our legal responsibility to safely care for unaccompanied children until they swiftly can be swiftly unified with a parent or a vetted sponsor. And that's something we take seriously. We have a moral, a right obligation to, uh, com- to do that and to deliver on that. As a part of the unification process, our Office of Refugee Resettlement facilitates travel for children in its custody to their families or sponsors across the com- country. So, in recent weeks, uh, unaccompanied children pass through the Westchester Airport, which I think is what you're referring to, en route to their final destination to be unified with their parents or vetted sponsor. It's no surprise uh, that kids can be seen traveling through states, uh, not just New York. It's something that we're also working to unite children with their family members or vetted sponsors in other parts of the country as well.
4: Okay. Fine.
0: So, so, Ducey quickly moves on. That's a perfectly reasonable answer.
1: I love how prepared she was for that oh, question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Because
1: that's a very obscure question. <laughs> what about these people flying in at 4 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> How do you even know that?
0: Sir? Yeah. Well, well, so you have to understand just for a little more context at that time, I believe that was, uh, October 19th. And at that point, like the, the, the story had been making the rounds, right? I think mostly coming out of the New York post, you know, um, the, the, the crown jewel of print news of the Murdoch family. Um,
1: very familiar.
0: hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, you know, and, um, great great news organization they are and uh yeah you know it was asked and answered you know what are what's the Biden administration doing flying um unaccompanied minors well that's why per law per statute per policy this is how it's done Uh, I guess the only odd thing there I'll admit is doing it in the middle of the night but as we go forward you might see how that was It was, I figure it's either one, it's just you're doing so many flights, sometimes they're going to end up landing in the middle of the night, Uh, or two, there could be a tactical reason for this, and I personally would agree with it if this is the case. So, like I said, this story is old, like back in August, right, and then covered in October. So why are we, and by we, I mean GOP politicians and candidates, bothering with this now, all right? Well, there's a new wrinkle. So Astorino he obtained body cam video uh, via a Freedom of Information Act request, a FOIA request. And the video was recorded by Westchester County Police Department Sergeant Michael Hamborsky on August 13th, 2021. So this is the same thing back in August. OK, it's just now we have new video and the total video is reportedly 51 minutes long. I've yet to find the whole video posted anywhere. Um, Astorino obtained it personally, and I've only seen like a couple of minutes. So uh, that limited portion of video, right, is been featured in the news recently, and it shows like very brief dialogue between Hamborski, who is a Westchester police officer, and a handful of uniformed individuals facilitating this process, which, again, is a bunch of unaccompanied minors getting off an airplane in Westchester Airport in the middle of the night. Okay, so supposedly the contractors, okay, uh, are with Homeland Security. They're facilitating the process. And. I haven't heard any reports of the contrary. So the brief dialogue in this video is kind of the basis of this new sort of resurgence of this bullshit narrative and um, ghost flights as some are calling it. So, like I said, uh, Astorino, right? So he made the rounds last week and he's hawking racist, anti-immigrant talking points. Um, so of course he's got to drop in on our good old buddy, Tucker Carlson. Yes, we're, we're going to hear Tucker Carlson's, voice in a minute here, unfortunately.
1: I'm not excited for that.
0: No, no, no. Um but when, can
1: we see his furrowed brow?
0: He he and his 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 slightly open mouth, like his perpetual <laughs> confusion? Yes. Yes. Um the man who can't define white supremacy as long as it's applied to him. So Yeah. Tucker Carlson. Right. One of the most discussed, uh, figures in the world of disinformation. And I mean, I don't want to, I didn't want to focus too much on the man himself because that case has already been made. Right. He, he's a, he is a, um, a forum for white rage, um, Islamophobia. Like I said, pretending white supremacy is too vague to define the great replacement theory and various other like far right talking points. Okay. Um, But with all that in mind, right, Carlson had a segment on his January 26th show featuring Astorino and his newly acquired body cam footage. Uh, Right off the bat, right, Tucker, he sets the tone. So we've obtained exclusive body cam footage from
3: the police department in Westchester County, New York. The footage shows about 100 apparently illegal immigrants, mostly teenagers, getting off a charter flight in the middle of the night in Westchester. The migrants then got on buses. Someone on the tape describes how, quote, DHS wants this on the lowdown. In other words, secret, so you won't know about it, despite the fact you're a U.S. citizen who is paying for it. They're hiding it from you. They're doing this without your consent, speaking of an attack on democracy. In the footage, Westchester police express their frustration with what's
0: happening. Okay, so right off the bat, an attack on democracy, doing it without your consent. I I mean, I know this makes you mad, Jay. I'm... (laughs)
1: I mean, I am paying for it. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> this is true. You are. You are. You know. And I and like I we'll we'll get to this in a minute. But it, you know, it's a really interesting kind of litmus test for people what they think isn't worth taxpayer money, you know, or what information they think they're entitled to because something is paid by taxpayers. I'm all for transparency, but it, it gets quite obvious in a minute here. So. Right. Carlson, he's framing this dialogue that we're about to hear, right, as some type of accurate description of official immigration policy instead of what it is, which is a handful of men talking shit on a tarmac. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll link the video, but that's literally all it is. It's like contractors and cops just bullshitting on a tarmac is really what they're doing, Um and these contractors, I guarantee, you, they are not decision makers, right? And they're in no position to shape policy. So here's just a little bit of that conversation. Uh, at the, and at the end, you can kind of hear Carlson make a pretty serious claim.
5: You're trying to figure out what this is? Yeah. So Yeah. So we've been having, uh, you know, you're on a, a secure facility here, and, and we don't really know anything, and we're in charge of
0: security. So, just a little thing. That voice you just heard—that's the—that's the cop, okay. And he is basically saying, "Hey, I, I know that you—we're in charge of security at the Westchester Airport. What are you guys doing?" You know, that's pretty much it. And this is heavily edited, by the way. The whole video is fifty-one minutes. We only ever hear about like forty-five seconds at a time.
5: So that's hence where we're having a problem here. So. Yeah, we're hanging out here on the tarmac, yeah. just like that. I, I don't think, know anybody. I used, to pick up, uh, I used to pick up basketball teams that had more security. It,
0: right?
2: 100%. Yeah. Coming, yeah. You know,
5: and very easily, you up, know, a yeah. few people could just go that way. <laughs> well, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to see where they're coming together. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's slowly coming together. Uh, okay. But we also don't know, uh, you know, really what's, what's happening, how they're getting here, whatever else.
3: Now, just to be completely clear, What you just saw is illegal. That's a crime. That's why they're keeping it secret. The U.S. government is not allowed to abet the breaking of federal law.
0: Sorry. And that's exactly what they're doing. (laughs) So, Jay, obviously you haven't seen the video, but just picture guys talking, a plane on the tarmac and people disembarking from a plane, presumably to go onto buses.
1: I just want to say this sounds very recursive. Like, it sounds (laughs) like... You know, like you said, it's it's guys talking shit. They're just asking these kind of open ended questions like, oh, you know, they could run off in any direction and like, we don't even know who these people are, blah, blah, blah. But it sounds like questions that they've been kind of (laughs) preconditioned to ask. And like they're kind of creating this loop, this this news loop. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean they're, they're cops, you know. Of course they're going to try to get info out of them. And some of the background here is uh, that the uh, the contractors, the DHS contractors, they were um, they were being very cagey, saying things like which are probably true. Is like I can't answer your questions. I'm not the I'm not the information officer. I'm not the guy to discuss this with you. You know, and that's, which is why it's like when you consider that the video is 51 minutes long and there's only like a couple minutes shown, I could, I could imagine that this cop, this sergeant was trying to get this info out of them for like several minutes, just like needling them until they got him to say some shit. I mean, I, if this is the game we're going to play, I would prefer Astorino post the ent- the video in its entirety. So we can probably see that it's pretty mundane is my guess, but he's not going to do that. So like you said, there you know that's that's a lot of nothing okay but at the end there right you 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 heard what he said. it's like all this is 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 the feel of employees in a break room talking shit about their work day right um, But that last part about federal government breaking the law right that's either an extremely problematic interpretation of the law at best or it's an outright lie by Tucker at worst who probably knows exactly what he's doing For the record, there's no law breaking here, right? According to the Flores Settlement Agreement of 1997, as well as well-established U.S. policy and the 2008 Trafficking Victims Protection Reauthorization Act, unaccompanied minors contacted at the border are afforded considerations not given to others just a few of these includes they don't have to go through the same lengthy asylum proceedings as adults they must be transferred out of um, customs and border patrol uh, custody within 72 hours and they can be released within the u.s pending uh, proceedings to parents guardians fosters or ngos working with the office of refugee resettlement this has been going on for literally decades there's nothing new here there's no laws being broken and as if, the, as if the federal government would break the law in such an obvious way that somebody like Astorino could just be like, hey, they're breaking the law. Uh, you know, and the response would be like, a doodle.
1: <laughs> That's my favorite thing about it. Like, oh, yeah, you got us in Westchester, New York. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> At four o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like a Scooby-Doo mystery. You know, he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these like uh, <laughs> vague racists. So, yeah, Carlson... He keeps going, right? And Carlson plays another clip that is clearly edited to uh, cherry-pick more comments from the contractors, you know. And then he reminds everybody listening that, you know, he, Tucker Carlson, is a monster.
3: In the footage, a government contractor explains that the flights of illegal immigrants arrive at smaller airports to keep them hidden from the public.
5: You don't want to be somewhere where the spotlight is. Yeah. to, to tell us low as possible. A lot of this is just no, I, I, get it. I just, download like I said. stuff that we don't tell people. Because what we don't want to do is attract attention. We don't want the media. Yeah. Like, we don't even know where we're going when they tell us.
3: Oh, so just changing the population of your country, the one you were born in, but keeping it secret from you and then attacking you with some kind of bigot if you notice it. That's the game. Have you figured it out yet? Oh, big old left
1: turn. Or or maybe he's trying to protect individuals that you, Mr. Carlson, <laughs> made targets of, of of a feral audience. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and you you caught what he did at the end there, right? Um, the changing changing your country without your permission, and then when you question it, you're called a bigot. He, I mean, he's talking about himself, obviously. Uh, for those who forgot, white replacement theory is a staple of Carlson's program. Jay, are, are you familiar with the basic premise of white replacement theory?
1: Uh, I believe so, and let me try, so that way, uh, you can just be like, nope, you're wrong. But <laughs> basically, <it> <laughs> this idea, uh, and and for some reason, it's 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 white men that always complain about it. But typically, yes. Yeah, basically, this idea that. The reason why the other side wants such loose immigration pop, uh, policies is to change the voting demographic and change the power structure in the in the country, which actually kind of proves everyone's point <laughs> who's, who complains about it in the opposite direction. Uh, but but yeah, like basically, we we want more immigrants just to push white males out of power.
0: Yeah, no, you, you, that's exactly right. In fact, that's exactly the flavor of the uh, white replacement theory that Carlson will sort of hawk to his audience. Because, see, that the version he gives, gives he believes it gives him plausible deniability to say that it's other than what it is. Um, the more classic sort of white supremacist version of uh, white replacement theory is something even more ludicrous and far more nefarious in the telling it it depends who you ask but basically it's the idea that there is a global conspiracy to you know end the concept of whiteness through through well their term would be race mixing um this is this is one of the uh the inevitable fallouts of decades of policy of segregation and which followed you know hundreds of years of chattel house slavery that 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 is something that you know People kind of have to square themselves with and it's hard to talk about because when you address where white supremacists came up with that idea from, you also have to acknowledge why it made sense to them, you know, because they were brought up as we all we were all brought up in the, you know, embracing as a nation white supremacy. That's just how the laws were written. It's kind of undeniable at this point. But yes, uh, Jay, that is exactly the version that Tucker Carlson wants you to believe. And in fact, uh, as a further reminder, this is a clip from April 8th of 2021 where Carlson uh, becomes explicit with his views on uh, voting and immigration and its impact on his right to vote. Now, it runs a little long, but I'm going to play the whole thing because I'm not going to interrupt him because I don't want people to think that I'm misrepresenting this. So without further ado, here's Tucker
3: I'm laughing because this is one of about 10 stories that I know you've covered um, where the government shows preference to people who have shown absolute contempt for our customs, our laws, our system itself, and they're being treated better than American citizens. Now, I know that the left and all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical if you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate the voters now casting mm. ballots with new people more obedient voters from the third world but they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening actually let's just say it that's mm. true mm. if if look mm. if this was happening in your house if you were in 6th grade for example and without telling you your kid your parents adopted a bunch of new siblings and gave them brand new bikes and let them stay mm. up later and helped them with their homework and gave them twice the allowance that they gave you You would say to your siblings, you know, I think we're being replaced by by kids that our parents love more. And it'd be kind of hard to argue against you because look at the evidence. So this matters on a bunch of different levels. But on the most basic level, it's a voting rights question in a democracy. One person equals one vote. If you change the population, you dilute the political power of the people who live there. So every time they import a new voter, I become disenfranchised as a mm. current voter. So I don't mm. understand why we don't understand this. I mean, everyone wants to make a racial issue out of it. Ooh, the you know, white replacement theory. No, no, no. This is a voting rights question. Mm. I have less political power because they're importing a brand new electorate. Why should I sit back and take that? The power that I have yeah. as an American guaranteed at birth is one man, one vote. And they're diluting it. No, they're not allowed to do that. Why are
0: we putting up with this? Why is Tucker Carlson putting up with this?
1: I I just like to say that that bike story was oddly specific. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I I know Tucker Carlson was you know born with a silver spoon in his mouth, mm-hmm. but that's a very very specific complaint. Just want to throw that out there and mm-hmm. furrow my brow. <laughs> I, yeah, I I I've,
0: there was a part of me that thought about that. Like like I need to track down like any like step or half siblings of his. You know, and be—he's like, "Come on, come on, tell the truth." You get, you gotta like, buy. Did kids. you create a monster? Did you, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> I yeah no is the the bike story and the, and the fact that he he flat out says, you know, oh this isn't white replacement theory, which, you know, gives away the game. You are 100% aware of what you sound like, but you're making it sound, you know, you're trying to say it's a voting rights issue. Also, logically that doesn't make any sense, right? Uh, unless you're unless you're touting the theory that like um undocumented persons are somehow in mass voting illegally presumably for the Democratic Party, you therefore are saying that people are coming here and somehow legally become citizens and therefore can vote and, uh, and vote. And you're pissed about that because you as a current quote unquote current voter and as a quote unquote American don't have as much political clout. But you only have political clout in this in that structure if you are saying that people that Americans and let's be clear here, I think he's using this as code for white people um you believe that white people vote along racial lines generally speaking and white people as a monolith have less political power and you're going to fight against that and that somehow isn't white supremacy in his mind
1: also he he also slipped in there born like kind of a natural born american thing, right has some very much nationalist elements to it
0: oh most definitely I mean it, it all boils down together and, and that yeah that's that and and by the way that rant that's a, a good reminder of the political backdrop right in this whole illegal immigrant flights media angle that that he's he's boosting right now because this is the type of rhetoric uh it that is dangerous okay and in the aggregate The white, the uh, white ring, (laughs) the uh, right wing propaganda machine, right, has demonstrated it can inspire mass violence uh, January 6th. Right. So if you want to know why the federal government may want to be discreet in the transportation or relocation of unaccompanied minors or frankly, anyone for that matter, uh, maybe it's have an abundance of caution against some asshole who wants to harm them. You know, so it's. And, and I can't believe that Tucker can't understand that. So it's just like, this is, this is so irresponsible, even by his standards, you know? <sighs> All right. Getting back to the relative prison. So Tucker plays one more clips, uh, one more clip of these contractors and cops talking shit. And again, it's a big snooze as far as I'm concerned, but, but he, he's got to get, he's got to hammer home that white replacement theory at the end one more time.
3: Well, a different contractor offered his explanation for why this is all secret.
2: I get the whole secrecy and all this shit, but
5: this is even about my shit, right? Yeah. you know what I mean? Like
1: shit, right?
5: the fuck? You know what I mean? And why? You know, why? you know why? Yeah,
0: I know, but why? Why? Yeah, because ah. the in
5: office. No, but uh, what's what's the big secret? Everybody knows it's happening. You know
0: why? Because if they gets out, the government's betraying the American people.
5: Yeah,
3: the government is betraying the American people. That is true. The Biden administration is changing this country without your consent. It's a crime and it's immoral.
0: It's not a crime. It's not immoral. If anything, we should be doing more to help people who are displaced. But I mean, his whole premise is based on the utterance of one guy shooting his fucking mouth off on a tarmac. You know,
1: Um, you said you're going to put the link to the video up. Oh, yeah. By chance is it going to have uh, subtitles in it? Yes, I couldn't catch everything that was going on. So,
0: so, yeah. And it, again, I know this is the wrong medium for this. Um, so, <laughs> so what it, what he's saying, basically what this guy's saying is just like, you know, the, the DHS contractor, he's saying, you know, this, I understand the need for secrecy, but this is above my pay grade. First of all, admitting that he doesn't know what's going on or, or why he's not privy to, to strategy. He's just the guy who meets the flight. You know what I mean? And then he says that you know, if if it got out, what's happening? You know, we're we're betraying our country, things like that. Which is also kind of funny because, like, doesn't that mean that on camera you're confessing to treason? I mean, you're, you know, you're 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 implementing this, aren't you? That's you.
1: Once again, the the sense behind, or the the logical fallacy behind the illegality of what they're doing. Once again, it just doesn't add up.
0: <laughs> no. And, and, and again, there's nothing unless there's something I don't know yet. There's nothing illegal in what's going on there. Quite the contrary. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson, he's a monster and that's not news. Um, so, you know, what, let's let's just get to the man who got the video via uh, FOIA request. Right. Again, former Westchester County executive uh, Rob Astorino. Um, and just notice this intro. OK, when uh, Carlson sets, sets him up to agree with the baseless assertion that uh, the federal government is breaking the law, pay close attention to how he responds.
3: Thanks so much for coming on. I, mean, I that's evidence of a crime as far as I can tell.
5: Our government is completely out of control right now. They have lied to us. They've lied to the American people. Uh, I saw what Bill did last night uh, down on the southern border where. Men are just getting into cabs and, and being put into communities. That's what they're doing here. Southern border crisis. They're waving them in. They're putting on planes, sending them to airports closed at night, like Westchester. Putting them on buses, and I saw with my own eyes after they denied it, by the way, that they were put to uh, onto a, co- a bus to a Costco and then released into cars into the community. Now they keep saying it's just unaccompanied kids, completely a lie and that these kids were not going to go into our own area completely a lie they're putting into schools in westchester long island the surrounding suburbs So, it is a complete breakdown of our system it is a betrayal as that gentleman said a betrayal to the american people and and of course when i'm asking these questions when i broke this in august of course what do you think the response was tucker you're a racist you're a bigot you're a hater you're mean okay answer the question when you're done with that and they won't, they deflect and they lie
0: continuously. You're a racist, you're a hater.
1: I, these people need hobbies man like <laughs> who's sitting around at two o'clock in the morning at obscure airports watching to see if illegal immigrants have been imported into the country
0: I, you, I, maybe the kind of man who when he was the county executive in 2017 vetoed a bill to uh, you know protect migrants in his county and then was overridden by the uh, local uh, legislature right before being voted out of office in favor of a Democrat maybe that guy astorino he was uh he was actually I think he was a TV producer before he got into politics so he's got he's got money you know he's doing this for fun basically and like I said um you know he he tried and failed to be the governor in 2014 he got trounced by Cuomo by like 14 points um, he ran for New York state Senate uh, in 2020 and lost there again I don't think by quite so much but yeah this is this guy I'm, as far as I can tell he has money he just He wants power and he knows that the only way he's going to get there, he has to outflank every other um, Republican from the right, you know, um, hence all this bullshit. Uh, But you saw what he did there, right? When Carlson was like, it's like, this looks like they're breaking the law, right? He does. That's not what he, his response was, you know, they've lost control. They don't, he doesn't actually say they broke the law because Astorino actually knows the truth.
1: That, and he also deflected, started talking about the Southern border and then, loosely tied in the airports
0: mm-hmm. yep 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 so i mean so so far jay what what we've heard right we, we've heard clips we, we've heard most of the audio from the clips that have been released through the news right and it's like a cop and dhs contractors, like what are you doing guy oh you know they don't want uh media to see it uh we don't know where we're going um you know i i believe or, you know guy basically expressing his own belief that he's betraying his country and and you know, this is all supposed to like be some type of bombshell thing, worthy of Tucker Carlson. All right. I I mean, as 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 far as like propaganda goes, this is—if it weren't for like the potential danger that these people are like putting um, unaccompanied minors and undocumented people in, like I would I wouldn't even bother with this. But the fact that they're doing this to me is like, as I said, it's so fucking irresponsible. You know, I, I just I, I I don't know how they keep—they're allowed to keep doing this.
1: It's because it's Fox News. Um, entertainment
0: i know i know infotainment but alas we 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 move on because tucker carlson will never get in trouble for the the words of his voice um and as for astorino you know he he's you hear him right he's he's just he's just asking questions why won't people answer his questions you know and i looked around by the way for reports on this in terms of uh uh unaccompanied minors being placed in in new york area schools and stuff and all i could find were new york post articles um about you know unaccompanied myers being placed in schools in new york city right uh from october and the burden that places on the taxpayer right taxpayer burden used as a reason not to do something as i said earlier that's an interesting litmus test for a politician you know like you can always tell who people give a fuck about based on whether or not they think helping them is too expensive effectively um so, you know, Astorino, he finishes his pitch on Tucker Carlson uh, by throwing shade on New York Governor Hochul uh, because, you know, that's what this is all about. Fundraising.
5: We kept pressing them and they kept telling us nonsense and this is all they do. Right. And where's Governor Kathy Hochul? She's complicit in this, too, oh. because she's turning a whole blind eye to all of this. this is happening right in our communities in her state. She's more occupied about masking kids in schools and coddling criminals than she is about this. Now, the public has a right to know. It's a public health issue. We're under our own orders in New York. I can't go into restaurants without showing a vaccination card That's or disgusting. masking, in, you know, in Zors. And she's refusing to do anything about this. As people are coming in, adults, we have no idea what their backgrounds are, where they're going, where they're being placed. You know, this is a public safety issue. But more than anything, it's our own government not telling us answers to our questions. And we're footing the bill on all of this.
0: That's exactly right. Boy, that's so nicely put. Boy, I hope you win. So more whining about people not answering his questions. That's that's all this guy's got. That's his whole thing. I just want to ask questions. Why won't anyone answer my questions? You know, and. Also, I'm confused here. So, Astrino is definitely opposed to like vaccine and mask mandates. He's been very clear about this, okay? In the name of freedom, all right? But yet, he thinks he's entitled to information about unaccompanied minors' identities, locations, etc. And, you know, also astorino by the way he's conflating two things you heard him talking about like children and adults and things like that um he's talking about male adult male migrants being released pending immigration hearings and um unaccompanied minors being transported on late flights in westchester and then pretending it's all one process right I guess it's to add to the scandal that he desperately needs in order to create the get those racist rage bucks you know
1: Uh, i'm glad you brought up him complaining about mandates and and laws he doesn't like in the same sentence
0: oh yeah oh (laughs) yeah
1: he was complaining about this situation as a whole
0: yeah no, he actually got into some hot water uh, a couple of months ago. He uh, showed up. He, he was at a uh, anti-vaccine uh, mandate and anti, anti-mask mandate uh, sort of demonstration outside of a, um, an elected official's office. Right. And that elected official happens to be Jewish. And I guess what Astorino didn't know was one of the protesters standing next to him had a uh, swastika drawn on her sign made of syringes
1: kind of hard to miss that yeah Stand, standing right next to you <laughs> i'm just trying to imagine him really being like oh yeah i didn't notice that giant swastika it's right like, next to me
0: look to your left buddy yeah <laughs> he, he, he he had he had to address that one too he actually responded saying that like oh look here's a picture of that same woman holding a different sign earlier had I known she had this sign, I would have told her to leave. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. That's not very conducive to the First Amendment, now, is it? So, so if you told her to leave,
1: rules for thee, not for me.
0: Damn right, damn right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Astorino is a clown, you know. But you know, he's the man that got the video, so he gets his five minutes on Tucker Carlson to stir up the base and get those get those rage bucks, you know. And Here's the thing, Astorino. he's not the only one doing this, okay? Two other New York politicians, U.S. Representative Nicole Malliotakis and U.S. Representative Claudia Tenney, right? They also appeared on Fox that same day, all right, uh, to stir up the anti-immigrant sentiment, all right? So first up, here's Tenney.
4: Yeah, this is a complete aggravated dereliction of duty, which is why last night on Twitter I called for Joe Biden to be impeached and removed, His primary obligation as the commander in chief and the president of the United States is to enforce our laws, to live up to his oath, uh, to enforce our border security and also to tell the truth to the American people. This footage was unearthed by a FOIL request from former Westchester uh, County Executive Rob Astorino. And where is the current uh, county executive, uh, Executive Latimer, not doing anything about Mm. the fact that these migrants are coming in at the taxpayers' expense? not being vetted as far as we know. And uh, when I visited the border back in March, I saw young children and all kinds of people being boarded on the planes, being shipped around the country at the taxpayer's expense. And our DFAS, our Defense Finance and Accounting Service employees, were asked to take leave, paid leave by the taxpayers to foster these children because we don't have the resource, and adults, by the way, there were adults coming off these planes to foster these people and to pay for these people to be relocated in central and upstate New York.
0: So that was like five mentions in one minute about the taxpayer expense.
1: Just trying to hit those fear mongering buttons.
0: Fucking A right. Yeah, no, it's 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 a word salad of bigoted bullshit is what that is. You know, that taxpayer expense, right? Look, money is made up. We literally print it. OK, we spend upwards of seven hundred and fifty billion dollars on defense every single year. But sorry, kids, you get to live in a shack on a border town under threat of physical harm because we can't pencil you into the budget. We got to balance that budget. OK. So that was Tenny. OK, she represents New York's 22nd district. All right. So now let's hear from Malia Takis. Malia Takis represents, uh, I believe, the 11th district, which is uh, in large part like Staten Island. Okay, so Maliotakis, what do you got for us?
2: Uh, Look, uh, aiding and abetting illegal immigration is a violation of the law, and you have it coming from the president of the United States. It's completely unacceptable. The Supreme Court ruled that he had to reinstate remain in Mexico. He has clearly not done that. Uh, In addition to that, you know that the drug cartels are making billions and billions of dollars every month, human trafficking, drug trafficking. We have the highest rate of fentanyl deaths in this country among 18, 18 to 45-year-olds. It's a leading cause of death. And yet this president is on the side of the drug cartels and not the American people. We have many pieces of legislation that will address this very issue, but we need to take back the House first.
0: Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do.
1: It is, how how do we get to the drug cartels? <laughs> did, I, did I miss a section of that that clip?
0: Yeah, so, so I, I, actually that's kind of... Just case in point. So um, like I said, Mally Takas, she represents Staten Island. OK, that's like her biggest part of her, her district. Staten Island, the, uh, the heroin epidemic, or excuse me, the opioid epidemic and then the heroin epidemic hit Staten Island hard. OK, so those voters and rightfully so, admittedly, they're very sensitive to the idea of like, what are we doing about this? Now, granted, you know, most politicians will pitch the same old, tired law and order kind of solution to this problem. But that's that's why she's got to shoehorn that in, no matter what she's talking about, right?
1: Got it. Yeah. Got it.
0: And and by the way, a big old swing and a miss from Maliotakis, right? Like I said, that's another word salad of of, of fear mongering, as you said, right? It's like you know we we know why she mentions it, but you know cartel, fentanyl overdoses, and those pesky non existent laws the government keeps apparently violating, right? And again, no one is aiding and abetting illegal immigration for that to be true. That would be like, like, uh, like, like federal, like agents would have to be like down in Mexico or somewhere in Central America, like physically ferrying people over on purpose or something like that. Like, I, I, I don't under, I don't understand why they expect anyone to buy that, but I guess it's because she doesn't have much faith in her constituents and thinks that they don't know how to use Google, I suppose.
1: Well, these days, you would think that's the truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And, you know, we're, we're living in that age of like, you know, just years and years of that populist, you know, xenophobic propaganda, you know. And, you know, by the way, regarding um, Remain in Mexico... Uh, or the the Migrant Protection Protocols, as it's ironically called, uh, when that policy was announced in January of 2019, it specifically said that unaccompanied minors were not subject to that policy. So the idea that it's a dereliction of duty or, or like circumventing federal law to not uh, subject unaccompanied minors to remain in Mexico, that that's just, that's that's her just, you know, abusing the audience again. She knows that they're not going to bother to look that up, even though, again, it's one Google search away. Getting back to Asterino, uh, man, we're burning through these fast. Um, you know, he went back on Fox the following day, on January 27th, right? And because I guess he wanted to make it perfectly clear that he is a garbage human, which he is. He is a garbage human. Um, this time, he's going to complain about children going to school, people having access to hospitals, and hinting at one of the golden oldies of uh, American racism.
2: So explain to me what the trickle effect becomes for New York state, for example, when all of a sudden you've got these secret night flights coming in and you've got people disappearing within the system. They then become a strain on the system, even if you don't necessarily know on record that they're there.
5: That's correct. And so we were asking not only the federal government, but also Governor Kathy Hochul in New York, like, What's the deal? Who, do you know who's coming off these planes and why are they going into places like Westchester and Long Island and the surrounding suburbs? Uh, who are they? What is their criminal background checks? Do we have any? Do we know? I mean, the kids that are going into schools that also require services, extra teachers. They're getting special ed. They don't speak English. Mm-hmm. So citizens, Americans are getting their services taken away as well. They're obviously going into uh, hospitals they're getting uh, all the services that citizens are getting uh these migrants are also getting but right. the the men that are getting off those planes that's a bigger danger because we don't know where they're going
0: yeah yeah so there there was a lot in that one um first first impressions
1: i just i mean we say it over and over again, but the, the fear mongering is just heavy on that one. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This, uh, this was a very interesting though, one though. I have, I, I want to hear your take, but I, I have a very specific sort of reaction to this myself.
1: Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's weird to me that you're one thing stuck out to me. Like they're like, Oh, these people need special assistance. Like I, the whole point is putting them together with their family And so this idea that they need special assistance—I don't understand where it's coming from. This idea that just because they're coming from Mexico means they can't speak English—I don't know where that's coming from. (laughs) Um, And it's not. I'm just saying it's not necessarily guaranteed. Like these people don't aren't guaranteed the need for special treatment. Um, And yeah, it's just odd to me that people are getting so hung up over people just being treated as decent human beings. (laughs) It was just weird.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and I kind of, that sort of is in line with sort of my reaction, but I, I, I reached, I reached kind of a conclusion in there that I think, well, okay, first of all, the idea of special, special quote unquote, uh, treatment. Now it, it is true that unaccompanied minors are placed in American schools, right? Pending, proceedings and all that stuff um and there are many of them who do not speak in english there are many of them that do not speak spanish you know they speak uh, another dialect from somewhere uh in central america or other parts of rural mexico for all we know um so there are there are staff members there are resources that are and should be dedicated to that um presumably if they are under you know pending immigration status they're you know people get sick so you're going to probably go to a hospital every now and then. And it's important that they're able to seek that treatment without fear, you know, of getting rounded up by ICE agents, you know? So that, that, that that's the whole point. But what I think is really interesting, one, is why they're like, why they're shit-talking that, right? It's like, because you heard him comparing that, right? It's like, you know, Americans are going without these resources and, you know, uh, these darn illegal immigrants taking services, I believe that this is part of a larger sort of anti-socialism talking point because if you really think about it right consider consider it like this um for a, as as substandard as it can be and as you know even though it's temporary while people are you know for example uh, refugees um seeking asylum for example in the united states right there are certain um government programs that assist them because obviously they are without resources they're away from home they may not have resources that's big part of the reason why they're here in the first place um so people see that right citizens see what a government can do for human beings to provide basic services and the follow-on question will be if, if you accept that it's that it is okay to provide services to human beings who need help the follow-on logical question would be: Well, then, why don't we do that for ourselves, right? So, right? I,
1: I mean, I get it. I get yeah. it.
0: So, so, so it requires us to create, and by us, I mean them, uh, to create that that sort of alternate. Sort of telling where you know It's immoral somehow to provide Services to people who need them uh, But with the dividing line being You know um, immigrants And stuff like that so you know it's In case anybody wonders why we don't have that You know we can you can always fall back on the Well no one should have it you know it's like you know The draining the pool thing in the south you know They integrate the pool so it's like fine fuck it we'll Drain the pool you know (laughs) That's 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 all that is to me That's all I hear when I hear this bullshit. So, you know, and also, you know, considering, you know, the rhetoric of Trump, right, and the GOP that has stirred so much like anti-immigrant rage for the last five to six years, you know, I can understand why these locations aren't being publicized, you know? Um, You know, there's a lot of adults, first of all, that are released under some type of supervision pending their immigration proceedings, right? Uh, They've got ankle monitors, they check in with ICE agents or or something, right? Um, So, You know, the only people that are in facilities, right, that would have to be disclosed would probably be unaccompanied minors waiting to be placed with either parents or guardians, um, or some type of, um, charity that, that handles fostering, okay, um, Oh, and also uh, by publicly opposing vaccine and mask measures for you know his constituents, but questioning the COVID status of immigrants, he's playing into that whole like, oh, disease is a is a is a global south thing, a third world thing, a, basically a brown people thing, and uh, he's not subtle about that.
1: And not just that, that their COVID could be under control if we weren't importing uh, immigrants that may or may not have it it's, right it's once again fear fear mongering
0: yeah yeah exactly and i mean that's where title 42 comes from you know it's the idea that you can deny people's um asylum rights um under international law uh by citing you know title 42 which was ena- enacted under the trump administration eh, administration and continued to this day under the biden administration you know, I mean, they they've they've ejected like uh, like a million people, not to mention the fact that while we're all, you know, debating the rights of migrants from like Mexico, uh, Central America and South America, if you're Haitian, fuck off.
4: <laughs>
1: don't even get me started there.
0: Oh, God. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Biden administration, as far as I'm concerned, gets an F for for how it handles refugees. OK.
1: I mean, America as a whole gets an F for oh, how yeah. it handles uh, refugees. And, and I mean that to say, like, it's it's been every administration for quite some time, or every for some time, I'll be a little more specific. <laughs> uh, it's been quite quite some time since administrations have been making it hard for immigrants to enter the country or refugees.
0: Yep. And, and, you know, I would I would say I, I would let the United States off the hook a little bit if it weren't for the fact that we we are. I mean, and we're not alone in this, but we're one of the major powers behind a lot of the policy and monetary decisions that is fucked over a lot of the world. OK, not to mention we're some of the biggest uh um creators of, you know, pollution that is leading to climate change, which is fucking people over in other parts of the world, which is why you have climate refugees. And I- I I could go on. Yeah, the shit just never ends.
1: <laughs> this is why we're here, informing the people.
0: Yeah, yeah, reminding them of, of shit. Reminding them of that good shit. So I, I I don't know. I don't know. Um so finally, right, uh this fox host asks Astorino what he would do as governor right because remember that's what this is all about fundraising for his gubernatorial campaign uh what he would do uh to address the very real and not made up threat of unaccompanied minors getting uh going to school in new york or something this is what he had to say
5: well first and foremost if i were governor now and if this is going on next year when i am uh we will demand information the manifests who's getting off those planes where are they being resettled or put into communities Who is paying for this? What services are they getting? Uh, Do we know the criminal background checks? Are they vaccinated? Because I'm a New Yorker. I have to show vaccination passports and proof of vaccination just to go to a damn restaurant in New York City. My kids are still masked in schools. It is absurd. And yet those that are coming here illegally are being treated like everything is normal and they get everything that they deserve. And, and, And normal citizens are getting screwed left and right you make a great and when point we ask the most basic questions they won't give us the
2: answers new york taxpayers do want answers to those questions i can tell you that sir um great to get your perspective and your insight today thank you
0: i feel like the host cut him off there because i he was getting a little too obviously racist there at the end you know yeah i was like
1: uh i kind of perked up <laughs> when she cut him off i was like like, once again, did I did I miss something or did she realize something like, oh, OK, he's taking a little too far. Let's uh, let's back off here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Her producer was just like, oh, shit, we're getting we're getting into a uh, Dominion voting machine territory here. OK, don't want to get sued. Don't want to get sued. So, yeah. Yeah. Astrino, That's his big plan as governor. He's going to expose the location of unaccompanied minors and, and migrants waiting on immigration proceedings. That's a great fucking idea. And uh, although he opposes mask, mask and vaccine regulations, as I've said, he implies that that should be would required of immigrants. And then also, you know, you know, there's a the taxpayer thing too. You know, it's just like, you know, what, what services are the gang who's paying for that? You know, it's just like, and again, that only ever comes up when you're just talking about people you don't care about, you know, it's the only time expenses come up. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. So, yeah, that that I just wanted to this this is one of our yeah, just under an hour. This is one of our shorter episodes, but I wanted to touch on this because again, I predict that this is like the, uh, the GOP using uh, immigration as a cudgel is just going to be a recurring thing, like week after week as we get into the GOP primaries, which is like uh, a proving ground of extremism. All of these guys are trying to outflank each other from the right, and it's getting it's getting pretty ridiculous, you know. So, Jay, any any predictions uh, in terms of, like, how far this is going to go? Or you think it'll burn out or you think people will will pick this up and keep rolling with it, this anti-immigrant sentiment?
1: Um, I mean, it always comes up during election time. Uh, Remember, they tried it again with the migrant caravans before the last election.
0: Yeah, true, true.
1: Uh, Like, they just they're always making something up to kind of rebase your fear or remind you of why you need to pick them instead of the other team. And so like, this is just another one of those that I hope is a nothing burger. Like I hope after some time it just kind of fizzles out and people realize that it's bullshit and like there's bigger issues at hand. True. Um, But I won't be surprised if they just keep pushing the issue the closer we get to this year's election cycle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that I don't want to happen, absolutely. The thing that I'm afraid of happening with this shit is somebody, some, some, some nut job, um, or not even, you know what? That's actually you not, know I retract that. Let me just say, I apologize to the mentally ill community. That's unfair. Let me rephrase that. Some asshole who takes this, 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 this rhetoric seriously is going to physically harm people at one of these facilities you know that, mm-hmm. the, that's my main concern here um, and I guess a part of this is just my own just sort of like I, I want this on the record that we we're sitting here right now uh, January 30th it'll be the 31st when y'all hear this that you know we, we address our concern about this like this is dangerous this is a problem. Um, and it shouldn't be allowed to continue, but you know, for some reason we're just, you know, that pesky first amendment, um, somehow it's not illegal to do this. So anyways, yeah, (sighs) that's, that's really all I got this week. This is mostly just a quick episode out of frustration.
1: (laughs) Uh, and we can count it as conspiracy of the week.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Huh? I guess These so
1: ghost flights that it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: We'll we'll go with that and definitely and, not and definitely white not replacement.
1: White yes. replacement is a conspiracy of the week. There you yeah. we
0: go. Yes. That, that is definitely what I had in mind and that is not Jay covering for me because I forgot to do that. So
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways, anyways, so that was a quick one. Like I said, but uh, I don't know, Jay, did, did we, did we learn anything like anti-immigrant sentiment is, is basically cliche at this point for them you know
1: yeah like uh, i learned that some people are willing to just reach for the stars both figuratively and literally uh to help try and find ways to scare people into voting in their direction and it's just weird yeah that that's what this world has come to
0: Ah, <sighs> yeah but not unexpected unfortunately it's just all right well with that uh i think we're going to get out of here for this week. Uh, We will see y'all next week. Uh, There's a lot of stuff on the horizon, a lot of stuff for us to talk about. Um, But until next time, keep your heads up, everybody, and be careful of child refugees and all their book learning and hospital service using. You know, and remember, all that is necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to not let kids die in Mexican border towns. I, I don't know. The, you almost had it. You almost right. had it. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're out of here. Later.